Welcome back to the Blue Corner Weekly Rundown, episode number seven. And the Blues are back to begin a pretty difficult run of fixtures, beginning with a most sad derby at Anfield. And we're finally back in the studio. Ellis is with me once again today, back from his injury, of course. The derby day nerve setting in yet, mate? How are we feeling? Oh, it's that time again, isn't it? It's that time that comes every year. We're off to Anfield. Sadly, I'm not. Still injured, but we've managed to somehow get me to the studio today. It's great to be back in the studio. But yeah, massive, massive game as it always is. And like you say, a part of a cluster of some very difficult fixtures coming up. But half 12 Saturday, you've managed to get yourself sorted and you'll be going to the Derby, won't you? I will. I will. I'm, I'm a little bit optimistic this morning. I can't lie. I, I don't want to, you know, jinx anything and give any predictions early on. But I'm, you know, there's that typical thing where I'm a little bit optimistic before a Merseyside Derby and then at 12.35 on Saturday morning, it'll, it'll all come crashing down and we'll be 1-0 down already. Well, that's rather negative of you. Let's, <laughs> let's hope not. But yeah, looking at it, of course... Liverpool went on a very good run of form. They did win seven games in all competitions and then they had a bit of a stutter, a controversial stutter, should we say, against mm-hmm. Tottenham when they had that goal wrongly disallowed. And then since then they played Brighton and arguably deserved to win and got pegged back to 2-2 late on. So what do you think of Liverpool so far this season? I mean, not that I'm really asked about how they're doing anyway, but if I, if I have to give a, a verdict on how they're doing, I think... You know, they, they're always going to be a top side. That front three that they've got there is is so dangerous. And I think any team in the league would, would love to have that, that front three. And any team would be, you know, very scared of having them playing against them. Um, in terms of the midfield, I think we can definitely win the midfield battle. You know, James Garner's found a bit of form. Amadou Onana's found a bit of form. That partnership against Bournemouth was, you know, absolutely unreal. I think they played so, so well together. And I think if we can utilise them in that good vein of form, you know, I, I know Onana got sent off with Belgium in the week, but you know, if he takes that form that he took before the international break into the game against Liverpool, and we, we can win that midfield battle, you know, McAllister is there for the taking. I've I have never really rated McAllister, even when he was at Brighton. I think you look back to our Brighton preview last season when we did them five one at their place. I think did I, we do them five uh, one? We we mentioned that again, are we? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think. I've never been that complimentary of him. I don't think he's a he's a top top player, and he's definitely there for the taking. We can definitely win that midfield battle, and then obviously with the defence, Jared Branthwaite signing his new contract before the international break. James Tarkowski, they are going to be the two starting centre halves. Touchwood, um, you know, injury dependent. Hopefully not. Um, but yeah, if if there are two starting centre halves, we can definitely have a solid performance in defence. But you know, I'm. I'm I'm quite optimistic, especially about the midfield battle. I think that's the one where we can definitely make do some damage. We have to remember that we're in good form as well. Three wins from four. Yes, the Luton game happened, which wasn't ideal, but overall performances have been improving. The international break, you could say, came at a bad time for us, but then is it a good time to play Liverpool to perhaps catch, catch them cold after their players are coming back? The 12.30 that Klopp loves to moan about as well. You know, I look at that and think perhaps this is set up for us to sneak something here. And we know that Sean Dyche did end Liverpool's 68 game unbeaten run at Anfield. So maybe he has something up his sleeve to uh, to beat them there again. And, you know, what what would it mean for us? We we won in COVID in 2021. Of course, that was incredible, but we weren't there. The fans weren't there. And then before that, the last time we won at Anfield was 1999 when Kevin Campbell scored. We weren't even born. So would you one, aren't we, especially in front of fans? I mean, you're lucky enough to have seen a derby win in person. I am actually carrying a stat that I've never seen a derby win in person. I actually wasn't there for the 2010 at home uh, against Liverpool, the 2-0. Yeah, I've I've got that burden. I've got that jinx over me for the last sort of 12, 13 years. And 
Why have we let you go on Saturday then? Why are you going? (laughs) Should we swap? Do you you want me to be injured instead? I think if we score, then my leg might pop out again. So (laughs) it's probably not the best idea. (laughs) But I I think, you know, the the curse has to come to an end at some point. I know we won during COVID, but it doesn't really feel real. You know, none of us saw it in person. The the only people there were the the coaching staff and the players. So, you know, it, it would be nice to end that curse with a win on Saturday and, as you said there, the twelve thirty curse, which Klopp likes to moan about, which you know it is the same for both teams, Jurgen. You know, <laughs> let's just calm it down. We, we both have players on international duty. It's it's not just you. Um, I think if we if we do manage to catch them napping early on, you know, I've seen their records on a on a Saturday morning at, at half twelve. They've lost to Nottingham Forest. They've lost to Bournemouth. Um, you know, these are the t- kind of teams that we're in and around. They've the lost league. to worse teams than us, a hundred percent. So. If we can capitalise on that, you know, the, 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 the little Klopp's voodoo curse of the international break and them coming back on a, on long-haul flights. You know, Darwin Nunes was away with Uruguay in the week in, in Brazil. So I think if we can catch them napping, as you said there, it's, it's the perfect opportunity for us to do so. You've got to use the blueprint from the successful away performances we've had in the last month. You know, our away form's been better than our home form recently. And the Brentford game, the Aston Villa game, that's what you've got to look at and go build from that and put in a performance of that standard, not like how we did against Arsenal at home. We want to have a bit more intent than that, don't we? We don't want to turn up and just let them beat us. The key thing is seeing a performance, isn't it? Of course, the most important thing is winning the game or not. But if you want to compete with Liverpool, we've got to go and and compete and we've got to show ourselves, not just wait for them to attack us. I think we have got to make sure that when we win that ball back, we use it well, which we didn't against Arsenal mm-hmm. at home the last time we played a top club. So when we get that back, we have to be sharp on transition, don't we? We have to be intense and we have to win our individual battles. Like you said, we could win that midfield mm-hmm. battle. There are some lightweight players in the middle, whether it's Saboslai, whether it's McAllister, whether it's Endo, all players who haven't got the athleticism of Amadou Onana. And James Garner Perhaps as well. Perhaps James yeah. Garner too. So I think that is a place where we can get them. And we've got pace on the break now as well. Dwight McNeil, Jack Harrison. We've got Dominic Calvert-Lewin firing as well. Mm. You know, last time we went to Anfield, Ellis Sims played up front, who, of course, is a young player who was struggling at the time. So we've now got Dominic Calvert-Lewin in form. And they don't like him, do they? No. Remember that derby when he won us the penalty? They hated him and they've hated him ever since. I mean, they've, they've, he's won two penalties against Liverpool, hasn't he? The, the one during COVID, obviously, which made it 2-0 to us. And obviously the one where, where Lovren pushed into the back of him, which was, was definitely a push, Jürgen. Definitely let's, a penalty. <laughs> let's not take the, take the mick here, Jürgen. It was definitely a push. But I think, for me, it's a respect thing. We don't want to turn up there and show them too much respect. It's a Merseyside derby. It's going to have to be fiery. It's almost a characteristic of us where we turn up to these top clubs and we show them too much respect. You know, we keep talking about the Arsenal game. We almost set up to lose that game 1-0 and show them too much respect and, and let them just get that, that you know, the, the lucky goal that they got, really. I think we were pretty solid for the rest of the game other than that. So, yeah, for me, it's a respect thing. If you go at them first 10 minutes, put in a big challenge, obviously within the rules you don't want to be getting any red cards I'm looking at you Ashley Young with your, <laughs> with your early bookings but you know if, if we do manage to go toe to toe with them and, and just put in a good performance as you say just turn up there and fight and show them no respect because they don't deserve any respect you know they are there for the taking at the end of the day they can see goals don't they they're not they're not any more special than they have been in other seasons they're not what they were or they're not that title chasing team that they were of course Attacking-wise, they are just very, very good, aren't they? They've got so much pace, so much quality, but there is a weakness in defence, and Virgil van Dijk is not the same player as he has been in the, what, probably three years before. Don't know why, but he hasn't been. And Joel Matip as well, not as good when van Dijk's not on form. So I don't think that they are 
they have got the strongest defense. They've not got um, Andy Robertson either, so it's going to be uh, Samikas who's going to be playing at left back. Another potential weakness. So you've got to try and get at these. Even Allison's had his moments, hasn't he, in in this season so far? So you never know. And if you just get that lucky early goal or something, and we, you think last season wasn't the best performance, but if that ball had gone in rather than hitting the post and them scoring off the counter, we might have been in that game too. So who knows? But I'm always worried about it. It's just it's the derby, isn't it? But Fingers crossed we can somehow nick something, but I don't really want to talk about them very much because we know what they're like. We know Mo is a good player. We know Darwin Nunes is an interesting player. Quite a good one, to be fair to him. I'm not going to say anything bad about any Liverpool players in case we jinx it. So why don't we just talk about derbies gone by? Why don't we just talk about good memories, bad memories? But first, what about earliest memories? What was your earliest memory? My earliest memory was sat watching ITV in that FA Cup fourth round replay when Dan Gosling slotted the winner in, in extra time. That for me, I think, other than the Andy Johnson games, you know, in 2008, whatever, I think that for me was the first moment where I was like, wow, like this is what it's like to be an Everton fan in a derby. And, you know, it's all gone down since really. <laughs> but, the, but that was my earliest memory, that Dan Gosling winner. And what a winner it was. What a finish. Oh, yeah. What a moment for the fans in the ground. The fans not in the ground, I suppose, did miss that moment because <laughs> it cut to adverts. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I wasn't at that game. But I do remember it like you do. And mine, I would say, is the Andy Johnson 3-0 because I had a poster of that on my wall with him doing the, the 3-0 gesture with his hands. And when he just headed it down from Rayner's mistake and... We absolutely battered them that day, and it was a real like spirited team display that day. Proper like proper Everton that wasn't it? You know, it's very cliche of me to say, but I feel like it was. And then I did actually get to go and see an Everton win a couple of years later, like you mentioned, and that was the two nil at Goodison. And I'd say that was my first. I think that was my first derby game that I attended. I think it was, or it might have been the one before. I'll go with that one because we won it. May as well claim that one. Kale, Arteta, 2-0. They had a poor team that day, to be fair. Roy Hodgson in charge. Say, it was Roy Hodgson, wasn't it? I yeah, remember. they had the likes of Raul Morellas. I think Paul Koncheski was at the club. Don't know whether he played, but it was a poor Liverpool team, but it doesn't matter. We were better than them on that day, and we got the win, so I can always say I've seen us win at Goodison. That, what was your first derby? So that wasn't my first derby, unfortunately. I went to the one two years later, and mine was my first derby was actually at Wembley. Oh, and it, God. <laughs> God. And it was the 2-1 semi-final defeat where where Sylvan Distan unfortunately back passed it to Luis Suarez. And, you know, that really hit home with me. It was like, right, yeah, I am an Everton fan. This is, <laughs> I'm, I'm here for the long haul now. This this is it. But no, it, it was a good day when Jelovic put us 1-0 up and, you know, the, the celebrations in that in that end at, at Wembley, it was, it was a really, really good day. It was a good first half, but, you know, just to see it come crashing down late on as well with that Andy Carroll header. I think that was definitely up there for one of my worst moments, which we'll get to in a minute. But <laughs> yeah, that was my first derby I attended and probably not the best one. And I would argue that it's gone downhill since because I've never seen us win a derby win. I've never seen us get a derby win. So yeah, it's I'm probably a bad omen, especially going on Saturday. We're just not going to win, are we? I remember just crying on the steps on the front row of Wembley. I was like sat by the corner, I think in the same end that Jelovic scored. I think it was, I'm not sure. But yeah, I remember crying and there. Uh, 10-year-old me was not impressed, but 10-year-old me continued to be an Everton fan, and this is where we are today. But, you know, we have had some good moments too, and there's been plenty of random moments in time. Don't always lead to wins, but even if they lead to draws, you know, we, we love a good draw, don't we, against Liverpool? Yeah, we, we'll take it, won't we? At least we haven't got beat. So what's your best derby moment that you've had in your life? 
they're quite few and far between. There's a, there's a couple of good ones, um, but I narrowed it down to Lukaku's header to put us 3-2 up in that 2013-14 season. With It was Martinez's first Merseyside derby, wasn't it? And seeing Lukaku play the way he did that day, it was like, wow, we've got a real He was a on monster, wasn't he, that day? Incredible. Scoring twice. It, we, I said to my dad at the time, I remember, how old was I? I would have been 10, 11. I think I remember saying to my dad at the time, we've got a player here. Like He was a top, top player. And you know to see him play the way he did, especially in that Merseyside derby and step up, in, in the big moment like that and put us 3-2 up. It had us all dreaming, didn't it? You know, we thought we were going to get our, our first win in three, four years and we were so unfortunate to, to lose, lose that win, to, yeah. to lose the lead there and, you know, if if Sturridge's goal hadn't gone in, the place would have erupted that, that afternoon. We actually felt like we had a, a proper manager, a proper team on our hands. You know, Barry McCarthy, it was the first time we saw them properly together and, it did feel like we were building something that season. So that that's my best derby memory. We felt like we were better than them as well. That was the great thing. It didn't feel like we were nicking a win that day if we'd have won it. We felt like we were genuinely better than them. And yeah. that team was just so good to watch. It was the best team we've seen as yeah, Everton yeah, fans, isn't it? That, that was their title challenge season, you know, where Gerard <laughs> unfortunately <laughs> slipped over. I think that that was that was their their title challenge inside that they, they took Manchester City all the way to the last few games. So you know, to go toe-to-toe with them, it showed how good we actually were that season. Mm-hmm. We competed, didn't we? We didn't just, like, stay in the game and nick it. We very much took the game to them and should have beat them, really, in mm. true Liverpool style. Daniel Sturridge scored in added time, and I think it was added time, and it then was, they ended yeah. up drawing to them. The, the free kick was taking a little bit further forward than it was meant to be there that day, but, you know, we won't go into referee conspiracies because we could sit here all day and, As and talk usual, about Liverpool though, conspiracies. Craig Bellamy moved the free kick forward at Wembley in 2012. We've got to deal with this, haven't we? Hopefully we don't have to deal with any of it on a Saturday, but let's go back to the sad times again. <laughs> <laughs> in true Everton fashion. What's your... No, not in true Everton fashion because <laughs> we're going to win tomorrow and we want good spirits. So, worst Everton memory, briefly. We don't want to go over it too much, but what is your absolute worst moment as a blue in the uh, derby? It was being stood in that away end at Anfield and watching Van Dyke put them 2-1 up in the FA Cup third round. Like, I genuinely thought that night we were going to win that game, especially after Sigurdsson scored and, and equalised. I thought if that had gone to a replay at Goodison, we, we definitely would have knocked them out of the cup. But, yeah, Van Dyke had to pop up on his debut and turn into Maldini that night. And, unfortunately, it, it did knock us out of the cup and... That probably is my worst moment as an Evertonian, especially in a Merseyside derby sense. They loved it, didn't they? Because it was his debut and all that. And obviously they've loved him ever since. He is a good player, of course, but isn't quite what he was. But I'd say, for me, it's probably when I went to Anfield for the first time and I was walking down uh, from Goodison towards Anfield and I was thinking, wow, they've put an awful team out. We might actually have this in the bag. And I'd never been to Anfield until I was a bit older and... This time I was like, am I going to go once, get the win and never go back like my dad? My dad has been once, seen us win and is never going to go back. He's got his 100% record. But sadly that day, I didn't get that. And Curtis Jones decided to uh, pop one in from the edge of the box. And Liverpool's kids beat Everton and Carlo Ancelotti's Everton as well. And that was so disappointing. I went with my cousin and I really thought that that day we were going to win. And then it'd be like, right, never go back. But we didn't win. And now, now I've been twice and we've lost both times that was a dark couple of seasons wasn't it especially getting them twice in three seasons in the fa cup third round both at anfield it's just not what you want especially a team like us and a fan base like us where we love a a cup run and and love a a chance of going to wembley to get them twice in in three seasons at anfield it was just so demoralizing wasn't it and as you said there curtis jones popping up to score that it was 
it just epitomized Everton. It was the most Everton thing to happen to lose to their kids. And they've probably, they, they still do rub it into this day, don't they? Yeah, of course they do. That's what they're like, isn't it? Let's go on to some predictions. Let's go back positive and start thinking about the game on Saturday. I believe that we can do it. I genuinely think there is a tiny chance that it could just go our way. We have to have a bit of hope. I haven't had hope for probably a couple of weeks now thinking about it, but you know, when you're a day before the game, you start to think maybe, maybe, just maybe, maybe that Sean Dyche masterclass video that he where he just completely broke down Liverpool's tactics, he's going to make a new 2.0 version of that and we're going to win 1-0. That's what I think. I think it's going to be a strong performance. We're not going to dominate them. We know we're not. That's not the way that we play and obviously that's not the standard of play that we've got compared to them. But I do think there is a chance we could nick it. And hopefully we do. And hopefully you get to see that. I'm going to go with 1-0. And I think if it's going to be anyone, I think this could be Dom's derby. Mm. I think it could be Dom's derby. And if it is, oh, I couldn't be happier for him. I'd, I'd love to share your optimism, Ellis. But I just don't think we're going to keep them out, unfortunately. I think their front three is just, is just too good to keep out, especially at home. But that being said, I'm going to keep a little bit of optimism here. And I'm going to go 1-1 because I do think we will score. I think if we manage to limit them to one goal, I think we can either draw or nick the game. So I'll, I'll put a prediction for goal scorer as well. And I'll go Dom as well because I think he is in that that firing form and we have got him near to his best and, and what he was in, in lockdown and what he was under Carlo Ancelotti. I think we, we are starting to see that Dominic Carver-Lewin again. So if it's anyone's derby, as you say, it, it's Dom's derby. Is it going to be Dom's derby? Please do let us know on Twitter if you agree and let us know all your thoughts. We really hope you enjoyed this episode. Back in the studio now, back for good. Check us out on all of our socials as well. We'll be putting out loads of content and stuff. And of course, tomorrow, the big game, the derby. Hopefully we can get it over as soon as possible. Get out of there with a draw or a win and then not think about them for another few months and get back on with our season because we're doing all right at the moment. So we don't want them to ruin that. But that is all from the Blue Corner today. Speak to you soon. 